Hello there. I'm attorney Paul Whelan from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on a sliding scale, which is based on your income. What that means is that the less you make, the less you have to pay for our services. Today, I want to take a moment to discuss pretrial conferences in criminal cases in Massachusetts. What is a pretrial conference and what, what is the importance? A pretrial conference is a very important step in the criminal justice process. It happens after arraignment. That's the first time that you go to court when they officially tell you what the charges are against you. And it happens uh, after that. That's the next step is the pretrial conference. <clears throat> that happens before trial or uh, ultimately if there's going to be a plea bargain in the case. Uh, the purpose of a pretrial conference in Massachusetts, a criminal trial, criminal pretrial, excuse me, uh, is twofold. The first uh, purpose is to uh, exchange discovery. Discovery is information that's passed from one side to the other. So from the, typically from the government to us, the defense. We also have uh, an obligation to provide discovery to the government, but there's much less information that, uh, that typically that we have that we need to share with them. Uh, they need to give us certain things right off the bat. Uh, they call what they call Rule 14 information. So police reports, written witness statements, and so forth, uh, anything along those lines. Uh, and we also want to get uh, from the probation department um, uh, information as far as witnesses, uh, probation records. So if they've been charged with crimes and so forth, so we get the criminal record of anybody who's accusing you or anybody that's um, involved in the case, potentially as a witness. Because... Uh, if the case goes to trial and uh, they take the stand, we can use that information to impeach the witness, uh, that is to lessen their credibility in front of the, uh, in front of the jury. Um, so that's um, one of the things, that's, that's a basic thing is the probation um, uh, records and uh, the police reports. But beyond that, once we read the police report and start digging into in the case, there might be uh, additional pieces of information that we want. Uh, perhaps there are other witnesses that are uh, mentioned in the report uh, that aren't um, that have not given a statement. So we need to find out who they are. If there's been a a, a lineup, if there's been an eyewitness identification, we need we need to know who made that identification and what were the circumstances under which the uh, that took place. Uh, if there's any surveillance video. Uh, we'll, we'll certainly need to, uh, to get that. Um, and if there's any other information <clears throat> that the Commonwealth has or that they think we think that they should have, uh, we would be demanding that information. So the Commonwealth typically gives up that information pretty freely. They know they have to. Uh, but there's oftentimes fights for specific pieces of information. The Commonwealth may say that they don't, uh, they don't have the information. It's not under their care and custody or in their control. Uh, and that's true. If the Commonwealth does not have that information in their control, they're not obligated to, uh, to produce that. Sometimes we feel <laughs> that uh, they should have that in their control. Uh, if it involves the police uh, department, uh, and we push the, we push to have them produce that information for us because it's helpful to our case. If they resist, <clears throat> we file a motion for discovery, and we go before the judge asking for an order from the court to make them give us the information that they're uh, that we're looking for. So uh, that's the sort of the fights uh, over discovery that's uh, fairly common uh, in cases. Uh, the other thing is uh, for. The other purpose of pretrial conferences is it's a it's an uh, opportunity to begin plea negotiations. So if your case isn't going to go to trial, 
uh, it would have to be pled out in, in uh, for for the most part. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the negotiation starts in the pretrial uh, setting, and um, we're always looking to uh, negotiate with the with the Commonwealth because we, we need to know what the best alternative is to a trial. Uh, that way, you can make up your mind whether it's worth uh, the risk of taking your case to trial. Because we're working for you, we're trying to get you the best deal as possible, uh, or if it goes to trial, to get you a not guilty. Uh, but the ultimate choice what, of what you do is up to you. It's your case. We're simply working for you and working our best uh, to get the best outcome for you. <clears throat> so uh, the plea negotiations start. So we discuss at the pretrial conferences the strengths and weaknesses of of the uh, of the cases. Where does the Commonwealth's evidence lacking? Uh, if they have witnesses, we would point out any any weaknesses that the, that they would they would possibly have uh, with their case in order to sort of bring down uh, any uh, bring down the severity of any offer that they would make to settle your case. So basically, that those are the two uh, the two purposes of pretrial conferences: is discovery uh, and to begin plea negotiations. Uh, the pretrial stage goes on for a while. There's typically a number of pretrial conferences that are held in any one particular case. That's because it takes a while to uh, get the information. That uh, first of all, to identify what information we want. Then we have to ask the Commonwealth to get it for us, uh, and perhaps they don't want to get it right away. They drag their feet, and we have to go through that process where we ultimately ask the judge for an order uh, for them to produce the uh, the evidence. Sometimes there's discovery that the Commonwealth truly does not have in their possession. It perhaps is in the possession of a third party, and we would have to file a motion <clears throat> to uh, make the third party produce that information for us. It's what's called a Rule 17 motion. Um, most typically, we, we find this with like um, uh, surveillance videos in, in stores. So let's say something happened in a, uh, in a store, in a shoplifting case, for instance. They say that there's a video of what shows, uh, what looks like you're uh, taking uh, merchandise and, and stealing it, basically. We want to get a hold of that uh, if it's going to be help, helpful for us. Uh, the Commonwealth may or may not have it. Sometimes the police take a copy of that uh, surveillance video. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes it remains with the store. If it's with the store, we need a Rule 17 motion uh, and order in order to, to get that for our case. So there are a number of battles that happen uh, throughout the pretrial conference phase. Also, as I said, it, it's a the negotiation starts at the pretrial, and, and, and really that's the uh, the hub of, uh, of negotiations is at the pretrial. So we go back and forth a lot of times with the prosecutor, what they want to do, what we think should be, should happen. Uh, we're pre presenting you in the best light that's possible. So if things are happening in, in your life that are improving things, sometimes people are uh, going to classes, they're, they're getting therapy. Uh, if alcohol and drugs were a, a problem and part of the cause of, uh, of your case, if you're in treatment or something along those lines, <clears throat> we, we present that to the prosecutor and ultimately to the judge uh, to, to um, lessen the impact, if you will, of, uh, of the outcome of your case. So the pretrial conference is a very, very important uh, step uh, in the pretrial, I'm sorry, in the criminal justice process. At some point, we'll have a final pretrial conference, and it's at that point that we have to decide what we're going to do. So uh, after a pretrial conference, the next step could be a number of things, depending on the facts of your case. We could uh, possibly take the, um, uh, we could possibly ask for motions to suppress, motions to dismiss, perhaps. 
Um, and uh, we could ask for a trial, either a bench trial where a judge sits alone without a jury or a jury trial. But after the final pretrial, uh, that's when it, that's when the decision has to be made which route we're going to go. Are we going to go the litigation route and take it to trial, or is it going to be a plea uh, and uh, and end at the pretrial stage? And again, that choice is up to you. It's your case. We're working for you, but the ultimate uh, choice is uh, is your own. So that that's uh, you're in control of that. So that's what a pretrial conference is. That's what the pre pretrial stage is all about. Um, it does last for a long time. That's probably the longest part of the of any criminal case is is in the pretrial stage. So uh, as I said, at a Ford Law, we do practice criminal and family law, uh, and we do that throughout Massachusetts. And we try to make ourselves as affordable as possible to the hardworking men and women of Massachusetts who need the help uh, in the courtroom either in criminal cases or family law cases, that's divorce, child custody, and so forth. Um, our feeling is that <clears throat> the, uh, the working class in Massachusetts has been left behind for a long time by the justice system uh, because a lot of times people, quite frankly, can't afford attorneys at the going market rate. Attorneys can be expensive. Let's be, let's be honest about it. So Sometimes folks are left to fend for themselves, to represent themselves. And in criminal cases and in family law cases, the, the consequences are just too great to really to, to handle it on your own. You should get a professional, experienced criminal defense attorney or family law attorney to protect your rights. Because there are so many important decisions that are being made uh, in, in the courtroom. Uh, and you just need somebody that knows their way around. So if you have any questions, please feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org. Uh, feel free to give us a call, book a, a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about criminal or family law matters in Massachusetts. Because at Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.